This is the Gospel and Culture Podcast, providing gospel-centered resources to equip the church. Because when Jesus meets you where you are, and theology becomes practical, that is where the gospel and culture collide. So many of us have so many strong emotions around the COVID vaccine, about what we've been through these past couple of years. I mean, now with the vaccine, there's just so many strong opinions. And if you got the vaccine, you're a traitor, you're not walking in faith. Or if you didn't get the vaccine, then you're a conspiracy theorist and you don't love your neighbor. But is this even an issue? How should Christians be engaging the culture around this issue? Uh, Well, I would like to propose to you and read to you some scripture uh, as we consider what we should be feeling, how we should be engaging engaging with the culture, as well as other believers uh, around this topic. And so I'm going to read from Romans chapter 14 uh, as we just consider what does God want us to feel and think and uh, how we should approach uh, this topic of the COVID vaccine that seems to be this hot button issue. Chapter 14, uh, book of Romans, starting at verse one says, now accept the one who is weak in faith, but not for the purpose of passing judgment on his opinions. One person has faith that he may eat all things, but he who is weak eats vegetables only. The one who eats is not to regard with contempt the one who does not eat, and the one who does not eat is not to judge the one who eats, for God has accepted him. Who are you to judge the servant of another? To his own own master he stands or falls, and he will stand, for the Lord is able to make him stand. One person regards one day above another, another regards every day alike. Each person must be fully convinced in his own mind. He who observes the day observes observes it for the Lord, and he who eats does so for the Lord. And so let me stop there. The context here is Paul's writing to Jews in Rome. And so some of them, well, really just Roman Gentiles in general. And so there's Jews that are upset that 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 they're not keeping the law as they knew it. And, and the Gentiles are like, do I need to keep the law? Do I need to eat this way? Do I, can I eat meat? Can I eat fish? Can I eat meat and cheese together? What day is the Sabbath? Do I need to keep the Sabbath? And so they're struggling with all these legalistic things and, and judging one another based upon how they go about their walk in the Lord. And so let me continue. Verse 7 For not one of us lives for himself, and not one dies for himself. For if we live, we live for the Lord. Or if we die, we die for the Lord. Therefore, whether we live or die, we are the Lord's. For this, for this, to this end, Christ died and lived again, not that he might be Lord both of the dead and of the living. But you, why do you judge your brother? Or you again, why do you regard your brother with contempt? For we all will stand before the judgment seat of God. For it is written, as I live, says the Lord, every knee shall bow to me and every tongue shall give praise to God. And so there's these things going on and Paul is saying the contempt towards each other is not righteous. The contempt towards each other is not righteous. And yet people should be convinced in their own mind, he says. We should think through these things, he says. We should consider and research and study through these things. We should use our minds around these issues. And it's not to say we all have to think the same way. But we should all humble ourselves to think. We shouldn't neglect our minds when thinking, when dealing with these issues. We shouldn't just think it's as a heart issue and a compassion issue and an empathy issue. 
but we should also understand that we, sh we are called to use our minds. We are called to love God with our minds and love our neighbors with our minds. And so we should respect that people want to think through this the vaccine uh, dilemma and, and whether they should get the vaccine or maybe shouldn't get the vaccine. Um, we should allow people to think through these things and we should all take the opportunity to think through these things and use our minds. However, I would also propose that we cannot do that without also consulting the heart. We cannot and should not just accumulate knowledge without acknowledging the posture of our hearts. We are not humbling ourselves before God, then we're we really getting godly wisdom. I think Proverbs 1 is pretty clear when it tells us that the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. So we have to first humble ourselves before God to really receive wisdom or any type of um, study or research or anything that we can conceive with our minds we really should be humbling, humbling ourselves under God's wisdom. And so there, there's this heart and mind dance that has to happen, that we can't just follow our hearts because our hearts are deceitful and wicked, as the scriptures tell us, and then ignore the mind. But we also have to include the mind without ignoring the heart. And so there's this dance and this, this delicate dance that we have to, um, to do with our heart and mind to really consider completely and wholly, holistically, including God in both of those, uh, how we should be thinking about these issues. You see, the greatest commandment is that we would love God with all our hearts, our souls, our minds, and our strength. And that we would love our neighbors as well. And I believe in order to do that, we really do have to humble ourselves. I mean, we can't even humble ourselves under our leaders. I mean, sure, they may not know what's going on day to day with this vaccine. So how can we know? Can we humble ourselves to at least that? You say, Marcus, they have an agenda. They have a worldly agenda, and I don't necessarily disagree. But don't be so foolish to believe that God has not strategically placed Christians in these spaces and in these fields, that there aren't Christian scientists that are working on this vaccine, that there aren't politicians who are praying and humbling themselves before God every morning to understand how to instruct and lead and make policy around these issues. But also, this requires compassion and empathy. Because we also have to engage with people. We have to engage the culture. We have to engage our brothers and sisters in Christ. And so we need compassion and empathy when we do that. But isn't that the Christian story? That we would first have to humble ourselves to acknowledge that we are dead in our sins. And that we need a savior. And then God, in his compassion, would send his son to die for us on the cross. To take the punishment that I deserved. And then the empathy of God. The scriptures say that he who knew no sin became sin on my behalf, that, that we might become the righteousness of God. How amazing is that? We have an opportunity to humble ourselves before God and walk in humility, walk in empathy, walk in compassion, just as our Savior did. And I think that's our call. This isn't a vaccine thing. This is a Christian thing. We have an opportunity to, to humbly submit ourselves to God and approach him and say, God, what am I to do in this decision? And I think that's what God is calling us to do. Look, we're not a monolithic group of believers. We don't all think the same, and we don't even have the same convictions most of the time. But I do believe that if we can just humble ourselves, walk in faith and obedience to God, I believe that's what will honor and glorify him the most. And I just want to end with this last passage of Scripture. This is verse 23 in Romans 14, the very last verse. It says, But he who doubts is condemned if he eats, 
because this eating is not from faith. And whatever is not from faith is sin. And I read that not to say that if you get the vaccine, you're in sin, or if you don't get the vaccine, you're in sin, but I say it to echo what was said in the Torah. God said that him who knows the right thing to do and does not do it, to him it is sin. God is giving us instruction each and every day. We have to humble ourselves to walk in that. And it may be different for each and every single person, but God is ultimately after our hearts and humbling our hearts to him, to follow him. And that is the ultimate goal. That is the ultimate call. That is ultimately what will honor and glorify God. And that's what we're called to do.